Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Someone who I've followed for quite some time. I love the promotion and I'm just so happy to be joined by her right now. The president of Invicta FC, Shannon Knapp. Welcome to the show. How are you doing? I'm doing excellent. Thank you for having me. Oh, no, I, 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 I am so excited because I've been begging Invicta FC to come to the East Coast for a long time. So it's finally here, October 27th in Boston. It's not close to it's close to New York, but not quite New York. We got to get here. But explain to me how this came about. You know, I think we've always wanted to come over to the East Coast and everything just kind of finally lined up. You know, the perfect storm. We've got the Irish champion. You know, uh, it just it just made sense. And there was enough, you know, uh, fans that wanted us to come that really made it an easy decision to make that journey. So well, we're excited. I mean, I love the East Coast. You know, it's been on the agenda for a long time. Well, it's, you know, it's it's a hub for a lot of good fighters, a lot of local fighters around here um, that have been up and coming. Uh, Fatima Klein, I believe, was came yeah. out of Evicta FC as well. So there's a lot of really good. And, and first of all, Evicta FC, you talk about some of the great fighters that have come out of there. Cyborg, for example, just fought uh, Bellator 300. So yeah. many good fighters. Explain to me how you've been able to find the best. Well, you know, I think it doesn't really, you know, I've been doing this for a really long time. You know, actually, most of my experience is still on the male side of the sport. I haven't caught up yet on the female side. But, you know, it's easy when you're out there searching for talent and you see that talent, you know it. You know, and I think that Invicta has always been very instrumental in building a platform, you know, and, and having an organization that people want to be here. You know, um, we make the athletes a priority. And I think it's, you know, uh, when you do something like that and you embrace them and you want to see them successful, I think that makes it where, you know, definitely more people want to gravitate in this direction. So I have to be honest with you. It's easy to find that talent. It's out there. You just got to be looking for it. Now, MMA is still a, you know, it's a very popular sport uh, worldwide, country-wise, U.S. It's like, you know, it, it has its niche, right? The one thing, uh, especially with the way that women's sports have been on the rise recently. You know, you talk about the WNBA just now recently, uh, the the New York Liberty were in the WNBA finals versus the Las Vegas Aces. Um, the, there's a new hockey league that's coming about. Are you, uh, as the biggest female MMA uh, you know, league, are you trying to find ways to integrate all these other sports together to make it like, you know, hey, we're all on the same team. Let's let's rise together type of thing. Because women's sports are just growing. 
Yeah, I mean, you cannot, you know, deny that fact. They really are growing. You see it in all different areas right now and all different sports. I think it's important that we all band together. You know, I think we're, we're still breaking down those barriers and continuing to move forward. And I've always said it like here at Invicta, it takes more than just me. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. it takes a village, as they say, to raise the kids. So it takes us <laughs> all, you know, to push it, you know, push it up the hill and to really make a difference. So, yeah, you know, we're very supportive of women in sports, women in the workplace, women everywhere, <laughs> you know. Um, so, yeah, I think it's important that we all band together and, you know, help each other, you know, to climb that hill. So, but I am excited by the state of affairs for women's sports. I think it's a very exciting time. How is your relationship with the other presidents and all these other leagues, whether it's MMA, whether it's uh, NFL, whether it's uh, MLB, NBA, WNBA, how's your relationship? It's really good, actually. I think, you know, I'm just somebody that likes to do good business. And I think if you do good business and, you know, lean on the the principles and the foundations that are, you know, we're taught as kids, you know, just to be a decent human being. I think that those relationships are always good. So, you know, I'm always eager to support anybody that's out there making a difference. And I love sports, you know, I love combat sports, but I love all sports. So yeah, it's, you know, it's easy to be good with other people that are just good human beings. So yeah, I've been pretty blessed in that aspect. Now, now, don't tell me you're like a Dana. You're a fully like New England based fan. Please don't tell me that because that'll break my 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 heart. No, I'm a Chiefs fan. Oh I'm no, City. <laughs> Kansas City. Yeah, well, obviously, yes. <laughs> yeah, and that's yeah. I live in Kansas City, so yeah, of course, I'm a Chiefs fan. And yeah. you're a Royals, you're a Royals fan too, which they beat my Mets back in the day, which is yeah, not good either. Yeah, yeah. I don't watch as much baseball, but I do like football. I watch football. I like hockey. You know. I don't know hey, if it's some aggressive sports stuff that I tend to gear towards, but I do like it. Well, listen, so I've recently in the past year or so, actually, funny enough, there's been different types of promotions. Like you told you go, you look around, like obviously MMA, uh, uh UFC's put together the slap the slap fight league and stuff yeah. like that. There was one not too long ago. It, interesting you bring up hockey that you, you you do like hockey because of the physicality of it. There was MMA on skates or, oh. or boxing on skates, on, on ice skates. I listen, there's some really cool ideas that people are doing. It's a little overkill. Is there anything else that that Invicta FC is trying to to bring in to your promotion that's a little bit different? Like you go through the PFL, they have their league, they have their tournament. Yeah. Bellators have the, you have your tournament too. Is there any new thing that you're trying to create? Yeah, I think that I'm always, you know, I like to look at Invicta as we're the innovators, not the imitators. You know, I take risks, you know, we're the first promotion that has done open scoring. We continue to use it, you know, when we're in locations that it's approved by the commission. But yeah, you know, I've got lots of ideas for boxing. You know, I love the one night tournament, you know, with the twists and turns that, you know, I developed for Invicta here. It's called the Phoenix Series. But yeah, I mean, I'm always looking for new innovative ways, but, you know, I'm kind of old school. <laughs> so I'm just not going to, I'm going to tell you the truth. I don't want to see things that really take away from the actual athleticism or the actual real sport. But I'm all about anything that enhances that, makes it better, makes it more interesting. But yeah, I don't think I'll be putting them on skates or, (laughs) you know, (laughs) riding skateboards in or anything like that for a while. I think that's a little out there. Or men fighting women or, you know, any of that. Well, that's that's good. Yeah, that we don't need. I'm just not, 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 not in that zone. 
Yeah. Uh, Evicta FC 54. That's our October 27th up in Boston. Um, when are you coming to New York? When is that going to happen? Because that's something that I know I want. There's Again, like we said, there's so much talent around here. I want you to come to the tri-state area. There's so many places. Uh, is that in the near future for you? Yeah, I think so. I think anything's possible right now. I think, you know, the big deal is, you know, finding the right fit for us, you know, the right venue, the right deal structure. But, you know, I, I, we want to be there. You know, New York's a great place. I, I did several shows there with, you know, Strikeforce and different other companies that I've worked with. And yeah, I'd love to come to New York. I mean, we have a good fan base there. And yeah, who doesn't like to come to New York, right? For a visit, at least. Yes, exactly. Now, um, you have a lot of good fighters, but you also have a lot of really good commentators as well. Laura Sanko graduated from Evicta FC, and now she's crushing it with the UFC. Uh, you know, take us through that process. Obviously, you know, she did fight in Evicta FC. She's undefeated, rare rare occurrence in MMA. But tell me, you know, how how it is, you know, when you saw uh, Laura Sanko, what, what, what's what did you see that you knew something was with her as far as the analytical stuff or the analyst side of things where she's just so special? You know, I think that one of the good things that I think I am talented at is spotting talent, whether that's, you know, in the cage, outside of the cage or what. I think that's one of the God-given gifts, we'll call it, or whatever <laughs> you want to say. But, you know, Laura, you know, that was an interesting deal. I was looking for someone to do the in-cage interviews. And, you know, I kind of went through and looked at everybody and, and then I just you know, she just, she just had all the pieces that would fit into the puzzle, you know, and I knew that if I could get her in here and we could start working, you know, and, and start developing that talent, because at the time when I found her, she, she didn't really know that's what she wanted to do. So, um, but yeah, you just see certain things, you know, and I, I saw talent there, you know, I saw the talent and she already had the biggest piece of the puzzle, which was the foundation in the sport. You know, you can be, uh, you know, a good commentator, but you got to know the sport. doesn't matter if you're doing interviews or what you're doing, you have to have some kind of background. So it was easy to build upon that with Laura. Yeah, no question. And she's definitely, uh, she's shining in UFC and she's on big cards and it's just amazing to see her, her rise. When it comes down to fight careers, when they're over, how, how do you help out your former fighters? Or even if someone's on an injury, how, what do you do to really help uh, uh, the fighters on your roster or former fighters? Because a lot of a lot of people, whether it's football, basketball, baseball, it doesn't make a difference. Once their career is over, there's not much. They, this is what they've trained for. This is what they know. Unless they own a gym. Unless, what's the next step? Do you have something to kind of help propel some of these besides the analytical stuff? Is there anything else that you have for some of your fighters? You know, I start those conversations early, you know, to be honest with you. It's, you know, careers only have, you know, you have a window of opportunity. And I think it's really important to set your foundations for what comes after that. Maybe you become the most successful, you make all this money, and it's the greatest thing that ever happened. But I like insurance policies and contingency factors and stuff like that. So I will talk to athletes. Like I've had some athletes that were in college and I'm like, stay in college. As long as you're in college, you got a job here. You know, that kind of thing. Just, you know, supporting them in that way and making sure that they are thinking about that long-term future. That's why it's hard when sometimes, you know, you have an athlete like that has an opportunity, like maybe the UFC comes to them or something to say no, because, you know, this is the future. You've got to think about that. And 
without the athletes and their successes, we don't have anything as promoters. So I, I do think it's important to, to talk to them about that. And we do have those conversations. Uh, some of them come back and work here at Invicta, you know, in a perfect world. And my dream scenario, we create opportunities for those athletes when they're finished. You know, that's still a work in progress, but that is something that's always on my mind. And it's something when, you know, I build out that vision that that is encompassed in that vision is making that difference and helping prepare them. So, cause it's not easy. <laughs> I mean, we all know that doesn't matter if you're an athlete, you know, and I've worked with, uh, you know, football players, they, you know, the same thing is you're riding this high wave and all of a sudden it stops, you know, and you don't know where to go with that, what to do with that. You don't even know those feelings that you feel of, you know, uh, you know, the, in the moment of the sport of whatever you're playing or doing, you know, that notoriety or all that stuff that comes with, you know, professional sports, it just stops. And people, a lot of people struggle with that. So I think it's important to, you know, address that early in the careers. Well, it's interesting because, again, we're being joined by Shannon Knapp, Invicta FC president. Again, October 27th in Boston, Invicta FC 54. You could go check it out. if you Go buy tickets, InvictaFC.com. But also YouTube, Facebook, Access TV, Fight Network, if you want to uh, watch it live. You're running a really good business. You have, you know, again, this is one of the the, the bigger sports for females uh, that's out there. You're, you're running. It's been running for a long time. It's successful. Um, but then you look at some of these other fights that are going on in the world. You yeah. look at the the Francis Ngannou is going up against Tyson Fury. You know, you see the, those things taking place. And you're looking at listen. Showtime just shut down their um, and Paramount Plus just shut down their their boxing department. That's basically it's been there forever. HBO got rid of it a long time ago, and we're trying to create new ways to get combat sports exciting. Do you feel as far like that you have to go those? We talked about a little bit before about the ice skating thing. Like okay, you're not gonna put anybody on skates, but do you feel like you have to go the social influencer route, the Jake Paul route? Or do you feel you have to do these combo fights to kind of help bring up the, the the promotion a little bit more? You know, it's funny that you brought that up because I, I was just thinking about boxing the other day. And I look at, you know, I look over at boxing and I see everything that's going on. And I say to myself, you know, we have it seems to be so sensationalism driven these days. You know, that seems to be you know, these matchups that are not your typical standard matchups. It seems to be more of that sensational factor that seems to be elevating and putting more eyes on that sport. I think that you really have to take an evaluation of what's happening, you know, in the landscape. And when you get to that point, like kind of that point where boxing kind of sets right now, you've got these big uh, promoters trying to move out of the space. You've got these broadcast platforms shutting down. I think you have to look at packaging it different. I think you have to be honest and, and say to yourself, I need to modernize whatever I'm going to do with this. I have to move forward with some type of modernization, move it forward with the times instead of that old school, you know, mentality. Does that make sense? It I just does. Feel like really strong about that. When you look at the landscape, you know, and it'd be the same with me with MMA. You know, if it starts getting where we're just too stagnant or something like that, I would have to look to find ways maybe to, to move it along, modernize it, you know, um, not sensationalize. I don't like that. You know, like, <laughs> I don't like some of that stuff, but I, I do think that you do have to put those twists and turns. I think, you know, you have to find ways to connect with that audience and find that push forward. 
Yeah, because the thing is, like, you, you look at, I mean, it, honestly, every MMA uh, promotion that's out there, I, I, I don't want to say, because, again, I'm a MMA fan, so, of course, I'm going to hype you guys and I'm going to feel like, oh, my sport's the best. But you look at it, it's like you compare it to boxing where there's a couple, there's a lot of filler, and then you get the the, the one or two hype fight that when you watch, you go, what did I just watch? You don't know what, who the fighters beforehand, and then you watch the the main card, you're going, oh, this was terrible. Meanwhile, you have, like, you, you're yourself, Evicta FC, FC, UFC, Bellator, PFL, like, you just stack the cards. Like, every card is, is, is stacked where it's like you could be the first fight, the last fight, it's entertaining. And that's what you want. Uh, yeah. You don't need to, but but you also want more eyes on you too. So yeah. it's it's like a, it's a weird balance, I guess. Yeah, they're definitely completely different. You know, I've worked with people that promote on the boxing side and work, you know, on the MMA, and it's definitely different. You know, the focus is only on that top couple fights. You know, we're in MMA. You know, we stack those cards. We focus on you know because we're building divisions. And in order to build divisions, you have to rotate talent through. You've got to do this. Where in boxing, you could just be like, hey, you're a promoter. I'm a promoter. Let's have a fight. You know, and it it's just kind of different. But yeah, but I'd also, you know, as uh, someone that, you know, a uh, customer, clientele, you know, something like that, I want my money's worth. Yeah. I'm going to pay you to see that on TV. I want, you know, I want to see that card. You know, I, you know, I'm never looking to just pay for one. I mean, I want to, that was a lie. Okay. I have paid for just one before. <laughs> and I'm like, Shannon, that's such a lie. You've paid just one fight. What are you talking about? Um, but I don't want to, you know, I'd rather be entertained throughout. So my kids make me do it. I have no choice. I didn't want, listen, I didn't want to watch the, the I did, and I didn't, but I did buy it for uh, my kid, the, the KSI Tommy Fury fight. I didn't want to buy it, but it was, it was purchased um, real quick uh, before I let you go. What would you do with the featherweight division in the UFC? In the UFC? Mm-hmm. Pack it in and pack it up. You know, you either, you've either got to aggressively go out there and get the talent, or you've just got to stop. Because, you know, you're like riding a fence, and you've already let the other guys get the jump. So you've either got to jump in and be aggressive and gain that talent back over, you know, get control of it. You know, and a funny little story right here is, is that I was in the position, you know, I had a really solid 145 pound division and I had a really solid 125, you know, and I'm looking at the UFC going, listen, I can't hold them off forever. You got to pick one, you know, and because I knew like Bellator had brought in the 125s and now the 45s, they're going to come calling. Now, one of them I can stake claim in and I can fight for, but one's going to have to go. You know, so you guys got to jump. Now's the jumping point. And they kind of geared more towards that 25. And that left, you know, Bellator picked up all those 145 pounders. And then you got PFL. So unless you're going to aggressively go in and fight for those, you know, I don't know what you do with it. Yeah, it's a shame because, again, like I said, like there's so many. Again, I love the women's divisions. They're, you're right. The 125 is stacked. That's for sure. There's a lot of them that are stacked, though. Uh, Shannon Knapp, thank you so much for the time. I took a lot of it, and I appreciate it. Again, October 27th, Boston, YouTube, Facebook, Access TV, Fight Network. If you want to watch it live, go to invictedfc.com for tickets. Shannon, thank you so much for your time. Oh, thank you. And just to your listeners, if you guys want to see a good show, check us out. I promise you, you won't be disappointed. No, they will not. I, I I promote you guys all the time, so it's awesome to actually talk to you and be able to promote together. Again, Shannon, thank you so much for everything. I really do appreciate it. Great job. Thank you. It was a lot of fun.
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.